Hey guys, I'm Ryan Williams. And I'm Jake Kern. And this is 14,605 and counting. And we are back. Here we are. Back Greetings, Star action. Wars fans. Back in action for episode 52 of 14,605 and counting. And we're going to oh, roll. Yeah. We're going to talk about episode, episode three of both. Both. Yeah. Both. <laughs> the book of Robert Fettuccini. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. We changed. Yeah. Borf. Yeah. Borf. Borf. Yeah. Yeah. Borf. That's what it is. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, man. We changed it last week. The Streets of Moss Espa. Yes. As the title states. Yeah. And it was a very, uh, it was a shorter but interesting episode. Yeah. Interesting. Got some got some that's, gears turning a little bit. So Yeah, that's and that's a good word for it as interesting. Mm-hmm. I think I think the most interesting thing about the episode, and this is what I told you I had a few things I wanted to bring up. Oh boy, here we go. Come on. One of these things is the cameos we got. Yes. We got two pretty solid cameos. The first being Steven Root. Yes. If you're an office space fan. Well, also Dodgeball. He was in that as well. Mm-hmm. But plays Milton from Office Space. Stephen Root was Lothal Peel. Was that his name? Lortha yes, Peel? Lortha that, Peel. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. We don't do too well in pronunciations on this show, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we get close. <laughs> we try our best. <laughs> we're, we're like teachers in the first day of school. And yeah. Like throwing oh, names man. Out that, there. that must be horrible. God, to look at a name and be like, shit, I'm not even going to try that one. I'm just going to throw a last name out or something. I don't know. Yeah, so Steven Root, I saw him. I saw his face, and I was like, that is totally him. I'm looking this up. It was definitely him. Mm -hmm. The other cool cameo was Danny Trejo as the the Rancor trainer. trainer. Yeah. And it's it's funny, you know, I was like, I, I saw him. When the Rancor pulled up and you didn't even get a good look at him, but I was like, that's Danny Trejo. Cause you see like, if you really just like out of the corner of your eye, you can see the mustache and the ponytail. I was like, Danny mm-hmm. Trejo, hundred percent. And if you look at the, one of the executive producers is uh Robert Rodriguez. Yes. Robert Rodriguez, Danny Trejo. I mean, come on, he's going to show up. You yeah. got to think that's just the way it is. Yeah. Th- I think he was the one who did the uh, machete movies. I mean, obviously Danny Trejo, but I think that was Robert Rodriguez. Um, two really cool cameos. I liked that. Nice. That was probably yes. one of the most interesting things about the. Uh, uh, and a hidden and a hidden cameo too, which yes, I confirmed right before we got on. Um, in the scene where we got a Mandalorian cameo, and the scene where. He's in the back to pod and he's having his dream. And this is where he leaves uh, the Tuscan Raider camp uh, or site, whatever you want to call it. And he's going to Mos Espa to uh, meet with the Pike Syndicate leader. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see him, you see the camera kind of flash his face in the foreground. And in the background, you see these stormtrooper heads on the on the sticks and on the pikes, this... if you will. Oh, that's right. And you see this lady walking in the background. And when I saw the hair, 
I'm <laughs> like, that's gotta be the lady from Mandalorian who fixed his ship and who um who uh babysat Grogu, you know, as yeah. he went out. And you know, that's when Mando got a, got his first got his taste of Fennec Shan yeah. um in that season too. And uh yeah, the hair and the droids behind her. So I'm like, man, that's gotta be her. Like, you know, and then I, I watched it again and then I zoomed in, paused, and it kind of didn't look like her face, but the hair and the droids yeah. um were perfect. And then the pit droids. Yeah. And, and then I saw an article and I'm like, ah, that confirms it. Yes. So as soon as you I, I did not notice it. I, I didn't notice it at all. And then you sent me that screenshot and I was like, the hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's only the I, hair. I saw it right away. And, and you know, it, you know how they put things in the background of yeah. the camera shots? Like, there's things in the background and in a lot of shots where you're not supposed to notice. But like this, like, because I, you know, I'm watching on my big TV in my living room, like this, you were meant to see. Right. Because she had, because it was like a significant amount of time where she's walking across the screen yeah. so like you, you you were meant to see her you know in that shot um so i thought it was pretty cool like another mandalorian nod so i love you so you know star wars is very good at doing those things like putting little cameos mm-hmm. and easter eggs from like all of star wars lore you know so i thought that was pretty cool so. and and speaking of easter eggs and Star Wars lore. Um, I mean, we're obviously getting more and more of the uh, the things that um, Filoni has has thrown out there, you know, and done in the past yeah. with Star Wars. And there was another reference, and I, I know it's not specific to Dave Filoni. It's, I mean, I'm sure it's been mentioned in Star Wars lore previous, but he used it in Clone Wars. There was a Witches of Dathomir reference in mm-hmm. terms of the Rancor. Yes. How the witches of Dathomir rode the rancors across the fens. And I was like, geez. Just keep, just keep throwing that. You know, you're really just making the Star Wars universe the Filoni-verse. I mean, he's the, point. he's the boss, basically. You yeah. know, creative. You know, so yeah. I mean, <laughs> why not? Yeah. You know, this I, is I did, my show. You know, I, I really so. liked the that reference. And, and that was like a rancor calf. Yeah. I think it was massive. Yeah. And then Boba has a has to say I've written things ten times the size. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I, I I wonder if throughout the show we see it. Like I don't know how fast these things grow, but right. You know, I wonder how big that thing is going to get. He finally has time. a proper rancor. He does, and it's yeah. going to be his. Yeah, he's going to um, ride it. He's going to train. He's going to help train it. Because it, it arrived with like those uh, those sight blinder things, those glasses or whatever uh-huh. you, you put in. And the trainer is like, you know, the first human that it sees, it basically forms a bond or attachment with. So I'm like, oh, man, like there's a point to everything that they do here. Right. You know, so. So, yeah. Um, so when the trainer, you know, takes those things off and. The rancor opens his eyes and, you know, forms that bond with Bova because it's the first human that he sees. And, now, and, and well, well, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I don't know if he probably <clears throat> has already seen the trainer. Yes. Because the trainer is going to be the one spending the most of the time. But yeah. it was also important for the rancor to see 
Boba also. Yes. And also, too, like, uh, I thought it was interesting, like, we got some, like, a uh, not history, but, like, some understanding of the Rancor, you know, right. because in, in live action, we see it's like this beast, and the trainer explains to them, like, they can actually be really loving, you know, to their, their owners, you know. And you briefly see that in Return of the Jedi when Luke kills it. Yeah. As it's sitting there with its trainer. No. But it, this is, I just thought of this at this moment. It's almost Ooh. like they're describing the Rancor and giving a little history of it. It's almost like a pit bull. Or pit bulls yes. get a bad rap for being they do nasty. Get, yeah, pit fighting, bulls get bad know. raps, yeah. Yeah, for, for being nasty, for being really, like, biting all the time and being just ferocious dogs when it's like, that's not really how they are. They're just, that's how they were bred and people treated them. Yeah. And, that's and that like, could be any animal for that matter. If you sure, treat it like crap, you know yeah. what I mean, and you neglect it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I'm I'm lobbying the name of the rancor to be Pitbull. <laughs> you, just don't, you just don't need to see him with uh... Dolly. <laughs> I, I I don't want to see the Pitbull or the, the Rancor with the uh, um, Cantina band and be like Dolly. <laughs> Boba's riding it, you know. Yeah, Rancor's you know, riding it across the desert. It's like burp, 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 burp. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his like you know his blinder shades on, but they're not really blinders. Yeah, they're, they're the... sunglasses. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they're just kind of dancing through the, you know, you know, the sands of uh, Tatooine. Right. Dolly. You know? <laughs> Dolly. <laughs> so. Pitbull Rancor. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's a good comparison because that's, that's kind of what they're getting at. They're giving you more. I, I really love that they're giving us a lot more of the, um, like, background and history to <clears throat> a lot of the things that are on Tatooine that we didn't get in any of the movies. Yes. It's nice. Yeah. Um, and if you're trying to, you know, go away from the the sequel trilogy, of course, you know, let, let, let's expand on the on the previous history as much as we can. So right. know, just throwing it out there. Exactly. I agree. So the the um the Rancor was then a, a gift of apology from the twins, which I thought was interesting. It's a pretty impressive gift. But then, um, <laughs> Kersantin was the tribute. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Yeah. You know, the way that that kind of worked out. And we, <clears throat> and we talked about that before we got on air. Like, you know, he's just chilling, dreaming in his back to pot. And then, then all of a sudden it, it kind of, kind of reminded me a little bit. Now that I'm thinking about it, you know, kind of reminded me of, uh, in the last episode of Hawkeye, when uh, Kingpin rips the door off yeah. of the car, um, you know, we just see the back to pot open, yeah, and just Chrysanthemum just uh, you know just doing doing work, yeah, <laughs> and, and it, yeah, and he's a beast, man. That that was really cool to see him in action. He grabbed him and was like, wake up, mofo. He just (laughs) up and threw him like, whoa. He's like, hang on a second. I have to dry off and get in my robes. Yeah. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Um, 
But, uh, you know, after all that's resolved, you know, the hut's kind of like, oh, yeah, you can kind of have him. As, yeah. Uh, as <laughs> as and he set him free. Yes. Now, I feel, okay, so a couple things about him. So his name was officially confirmed as Chrysanthemum. <clears throat> like, we knew that from, you know, just things that we know doing our homework. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was officially called Chrysanthemum by, uh, by Fennec. And then he let him free and he gives like word of advice about from a bounty hunter. And I'm like, okay, the way he just spoke to him, they don't know each other from a previous job. So it doesn't seem that way. It doesn't seem that way. So just like uh, MCU, you know, the way that they draw inspiration from the comics, but yeah, you know, it, it may not be that way in the MCU. <clears throat> You know, it might be the same here where the He's inspiration familiar. in the character. Yeah. yeah. They obviously knew who he was yeah, because he was a bounty hunter. Yeah. And that and look he... in the in in the first in the previous episode yeah. that they gave each other. Like they they are familiar with each other, but maybe yeah. they don't have the history um that they do in the comics. Or maybe they just don't talk about it because it was like one time. Yes. That was one time, man. That was one time. <laughs> so, but he, I mean, obviously, how would you? I mean, Boa Fett is well known because he's a badass bounty hunter. People know who he is, they know his name. Mm-hmm. But I mean, how are you, if you're in that circle of like that's your trade, you're not gonna not know a big, giant, evil, what not evil, but like badass monster Wookiee bounty hunter. You're not gonna. I mean, people know Chewbacca. Well, You're gonna said, know, you know, sell him back to the gladiators. So, uh, uh, so he he must be. I, I feel like that line, like you know, that they that the hut said, you can sell him back to the gladiators. Like he must be known, uh, and actually, at least some type of higher regard. Yeah, I'm know. looking back at my notes from the last episode. Um. What did he say? He said, this isn't the, I, oh man, I have my notes. Hang on. I'm going to look this up because he, he made the comment about these aren't the death pits of something. Here it is. Um, these are not the death pits of Dur and I'm not a sleeping Trandoshan guard and said something about send your champions. You can send as many champions as you want. So like yeah, I mean yeah. it's pretty obvious there that yes. that was yeah good reference. But anyway, um, yeah, we have it confirmed that that's his name. Like he, it's not one of those things where I mean I was like okay I'm pretty sure that's who it is. But I mean were they gonna pull uh, um, Ralph Boner on us again like uh, <laughs> Boner. <laughs> Uh, that would have been kind of a kick in the nuts, but I would have uh, been pissed. Oh my yeah. god, if people would have like torched their TVs. But uh, you know, Star Disney Wars doesn't. The Star Wars, <laughs> Star Wars, Star Wars doesn't <laughs> do that as much. Hashtag Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it seems like Star Wars doesn't do that that much. Like, if it's something that's in like some type of Star Wars lore or something, yeah. like that's what it is. A long time ago in a galaxy dar dar away. 
<laughs> Hashtag Dardar. Dardar. <laughs> I could take that one step further, but I will not because I will not invoke the name. No, I, I know where you're going with that. Yeah. And I'm, yes, I'm, I appreciate that. I appreciate I'm just going to leave it alone. I'm going to yes. leave it alone. Yes. So Another interesting thing we get here in this episode are the three families. We get a little more history about Bib Fortuna and his uh, lack of a better word, crappy reign, I guess. Yeah. Uh, is the daimo of Mos Espa. He basically left, they said he basically left it up to to be divided amongst the three families to keep the peace. And you have the Trandoshans who took the city center, the Aqualish who took the workers district, and the Caltunians who took the starport and the upper sprawl. So yeah. there, the city's broken up into three families. Um, and apparently the mayor has given it to the Pikes. Yes. Um, in a way with Bib Fortuna, like it, he didn't have, I mean, he was basically <clears throat> Jabba's, you know, you can say it, uh, you know, is a, I'm going to say no, assistant. You can use the word that you're thinking of the word I that mean, I'm thinking. I, I mean, you know, basically Jabba's bitch. Thank you. You know, <laughs> 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 I was gonna say assistant, you know. I was gonna try to keep it nice, but he yeah, was Jabba's bitch. you know. But uh, so he doesn't have the the <clears throat> power or the you know the the sense of fear that Jabba had. So this was kind of in a way probably like one of his probably like one of his better options to kind of keep some sense of power. Yeah, and and to, and to get some tribute. Because that was I'm, probably his overall thing was to you know to to take advantage of the tribute, you know, yes. with this power vacuum that that happened. I um, I think it's it's kind of weird in a way that so much time passed <clears throat> with Bib Fortuna maintaining some kind of control and nobody stepped in and took him out. It was been so, it would have been so easy. Yes. Because he's not that he's not that powerful, like you said. Like he's not Jabba, and he was running around telling people to do things for Jabba. But all he had to say was, "Well, it's Jabba's thing, not mine. Yeah. I'm the messenger." And now all of a sudden, he's in the chair, and he's like, "Oh, I have to make a decision." You know? Yeah. So maybe that setup, <laughs> maybe that setup, just going off of that, maybe that setup just kind of it. He wasn't as powerful, but that setup of the three families kind of made everybody happy you know so he didn't have to he didn't have to do anything really in terms of like fear and he himself you know could remain quote-unquote the daimyo the daimyo or whatever how you say it yeah and i mean he and obviously you know java had power but he could sit in the chair make sure the people he reports to get what they need Mm -hmm. and everybody else just does whatever the hell they want because that's basically what's going on, yeah. and nobody's gonna nobody's gonna challenge that. And unless somebody came in and be like, "Uh, this is who's running the show here." Uh, I am now. You know, I could see yeah. that happening. But, but yeah, five years of um corruption that sets up a lot of things that Boba's gonna have to detangle. Yes. 
And I think I may be wrong in my um, previous... I had a, it wasn't, I don't know, did I call it a hot take? If I called it a hot take, I'm going to be wrong about it. I'm pretty sure. Uh -oh. Um, regarding how, you know, I said he's going to be like with the Tuscan Raiders and go like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to help restore your, um, rightful place on oh, yeah. Tatooine and, no, I mean, it just seemed like they got, yeah. they got yeah. just obliterated. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. planning on leaving them. Yes, he was. And, he was planning on sticking with them, and as soon as that happened, that was his cue. Like you know what? Yeah, just... it shows like how and why he <clears> was alone when we saw him in the yeah. beginning of Mando season two. Um, yeah, and you find out that the Pikes are involved there too. So now we're seeing that he has some bad blood between him and the Pikes. Yes, which is probably why everything is going down the way it is now that he's made himself Daimo. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, him? And he yeah, and the pikes are, yeah, here. and the pikes are, you know, they're not very fond of him either. So, yeah. so yeah, it's bad blood both ways. I mean, yeah. he, his, it may be an inspiration for him to, you know, well, you did this, now it's revenge in a way. But it's, it, it's going to probably go along the lines that he's trying to do some kind of restoration or right, righting the wrongs of the Tuscan Raiders, but not because he's with them because they were taken down and he's getting revenge for them. Yes. Is he an Avenger? Um, <laughs> um, yeah. uh, in a way, kind I mean, he's, he's Iron Man and he's got Fennec Shand. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go there with the Black Widow reference. She's, you know, she's the Black Widow cause she's a badass assassin. Kersantan would be a nice Hulk. Yeah, doesn't really have a Captain America. Well, well, I mean or that kind of goes with a take that I was gonna bring up. You know, really? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't go the whole Avengers angle, but I mean, it's kind of related. Oh, you know, but first, like you, that scene where you know he's he finds his Tuscan family like slaughtered. I mean, that was like. I got kind of emotional, man. I was like, oh, that's... Yeah, yeah. You know, especially, too, because we spent, like, the first two episodes really talking about, you know, how the Tusken Raiders are getting their due in the Star Wars universe, and, like, yeah. you know, we got the history of them and, like, how they're kind of, like, similar to Native Americans, and, you know, they got yeah. all these customs, and, you know, they're really cool, and then, yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like the second, <clears throat> well, at least on screen anyway, kind of like the second time he's really lost like a big piece of family. Like the yeah. first is dad and like yeah. now his Tuscan Raider family. And it has kind of a, <clears throat> I guess you could say it almost has a kind of a Tony Stark feel to it. Not, not to get too much into the Marvel end of things, but if you think about it, you know, Tony sold... Ma weapons of destruction to whoever was willing to buy. He was a bounty hunter who mm -hmm. was selling his skills Ooh. and things to whoever was willing to Ooh. pay him. And then he falls in the Sarlacc pit where Tony gets bomb blows up the, the Humvee and he gets pulled into, you know, the desert. And now they're both in the desert doing work for somebody. 
and come out of it reborn with a different perspective on life. So yeah, very, a very similar rebirth of a character in a way. And I didn't even, I didn't even say he was the iron man of it from that perspective. I was saying it like, well, geez, and he's got all that armor. He's, he's iron man. You know, like that was, I I was joking with the Avengers thing. I was just being silly, but yeah, it has some, it has some depth to it, I guess. See, look at check, check you out. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Like, yeah, I just, I've just, uh, we go, do we go Tony, Tony Fett or Boba Stark? (laughs) Uh, I like Boba Stark. Boba Stark, Robert Stark, <laughs> Robert Stark, Robert Stark. Yeah, Boba. I'm gonna put Boba Stark, Robert Stark. I like that. And I'm gonna put Tony Fett too. Tony Fettuccini, Anthony uh, Fettuccini, Anthony Fettuccini. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Um, so he's, you know, so he's going for, he's going to, he's trying to, I mean, he's got, he's trying to restore order in this city. Yeah. And we, we heard the, the word again, respect. We heard that word again at the beginning of the episode when the, when the, uh, the water guy comes like, Hey, this, the street gang, you know, they stole my water. And that street gang was was an interesting thing too. The bikes, like those motorcycle speeder things, that yeah, they had, those were sweet. I like those. I I do have a a kind of a womp womp moment though Uh-oh. for this episode. That chase Uh-oh. scene, eh, kind of slow. Yeah, I it was, mean, it was underwhelming, but. I mean, he, it wasn't the mayor. It was the, the douchey, (laughs) (laughs) assistant guy, you know, so (laughs) the mayor's bitch. So I wouldn't really expect much out of that anyway. I'm surprised it went that long. I'd be honest with you. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I guess I was like, they got these. I mean, my expectation, my I guess I'm, I'm, I didn't have a problem with it because my expectations weren't that high anyway. Like I was like, wow, he, he made it longer than I thought he would. Yeah, you it know, just so. with the bikes that they were on. I was like, man, these things look pretty sweet. And then they're like chasing him, and they can't even catch up to his speeder. I'm like, that speeder's a POS, <laughs> and you got these slick ass bikes, and they can't. They just, oh, I don't know. It just it just bothered me. It it made me think of the uh, Back to the Future scene, Back to the Future Two, when they're on the hoverboards. Oh yeah, on the hoverboard, you know, like yeah. It's like this is this is. I was I was really underwhelmed. I was, I I mean, coming from, like, the, I was just telling Val about this because you saw it in the last episode with the speeder bikes, yep. like Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that we was were on the um, the moon, the sanctuary yeah. moon of Endor, when they're flying through the forest on those speeder bikes. I'm like, damn, that was like one of my favorite parts. Yeah, and I'm expecting speed like chases to be like high speed chases, and this was just kind of like, kind of like that Seinfeld episode where George is on the, 
the jazzy and getting chased by the jazzy gang at the end of the episode i don't know if you've ever seen that there's like five mm. like five old guys on jazzies like like the you i know, might have the, seen that episode and they're chasing george and it's like this slow-mo chase i was like it was funny then but i just was like me i was i was very underwhelmed with this chase though unfortunately oh well uh they can't all be bangers I that's guess. true all the scenes can't be bangers, I guess. Yeah. That fight um, scene with Chrysanthemum, though, was pretty... That was. Pretty... T- oh, um, man. But, uh... But, yeah, he, uh... He's got a family. Well, he's got another family. I get, well... Well... He call, he's got a... He's got a... He's got the, the starts of a crew. Basically. Yeah. And I, I... I even wrote that down. I was like, he's got Fennec, two Gamorreans, a biker gang, and a Rancor. <laughs> Those Gamorians <laughs> never uh, skip leg day, by the way, either. No, you know, they, no. Got, <laughs> they can do some squats, man. You know those those legs that they got, man. <laughs> squats for days. Yeah, and, uh, and and speaking of family too, and bringing up this whole thing, like as soon as they had Chrysanthemum subdued, the first thing he said was, "Get him to my to the back to pot." Yeah. yeah. Oh, excuse me. He sent the Gamorrean to his back to pod. Yeah. So respect, like he's yeah. That's that's the word, like with his actions and his decisions. Like yeah. uh, he is living true to that. I want to rule with respect line. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know family. the the water guy, you know, said that we don't respect you, yeah. and uh, you know, and then he basically took his stapler. <laughs> <laughs> he did he took his stapler from him yeah he's like here's they, 500 credits slash yeah. your prices like, yeah hey, we're gonna send you down to uh um storage locker b and there's a there's a roach problem down there <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah he's uh this was the starting of a crew and uh at the end and this is a kind of you know thing that hmm, that got me thinking you know at the end where we see that the mayor is apparently working with the pikes and uh you know one of the crew members is reporting back to finnick and boba mm-hmm. and uh he said you know there's at least a dozen of them which a uh, funny funny line funniest line you know boba's like yeah keep an eye out yeah for... <laughs> <laughs> and he's like uh <clears throat> oh oh mm. He's like, it's just an expression. Yeah, I'm very fond, <laughs> Sorry. Very fond of my eye. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was a very funny line, by the way. But but then yeah. Phoenix, like, this is going to be just the first wave. You know, they're they're preparing for a war, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, I immediately thought when Boba said, you know, we'll, we'll be ready. I'm like, all right, he's got a crew going, right? Yeah. And I was like, hmm, he's got a little crew going, but like he's going to need a little bit more help, you know? So I was thinking like, Hmm, is that the last that we see a Chrysanthemum or, you know, that favor of basically letting him go? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do we see him show back up again later in the series? So that was one thing that I thought. And then the other thing that I thought, I'm like, Hmm, he's going to need, he's going to need some backup. And I was thinking like, Hmm, what if he calls in the favor of, of another armored 
guy that we yeah. that we know of. Yeah, right? get, some, get some Mandalorian interference going on because he has the dark saber now. So, yeah, I mean, apparently, technically, he's running the show. You know, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know that because they don't have that business resolved at all. Yeah, the only thing about that, I mean, I I like it because I was like, ooh, that would be that would be pretty cool. That would be cool. Is if they're going to liberate Mandalore, they may be a bit indisposed. Yes, that's true. And we don't. We also don't know exactly. I mean, when when Boba Fett split from from that crew, um. You know, that wasn't like the end of the season for Mandalorian. Yeah. So we don't know exactly how that time overlaps. Like if if where we're at now in the show in, in yeah. Book of Boba Fett, if that's has exactly Mandalorian ended, are. right? Like yep. has Luke Skywalker showed up yet? You know, we don't know. Yeah. Maybe so. it would be a good time, you know, like, hey, let's get let's head to Mandalore. Hold on a second. Oh, <laughs> Boba needs us. Robert Fettuccini has called in his favor. Robert, Robert. <laughs> Robert needs a favor. <laughs> you know. So it's the wedding of my daughter. So yeah, I thought you're that was you can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. So we'll see. We'll see how there's gonna be some type of tie in too. Season three of Mando, some way. I, I want to see a shirt where it's Boba Fett with the Daimo in in the stylings of the Godfather. That I'm would be that. a cool shirt. I'm writing that down. You heard it here. For, I'm surprised first, that but I, I'm surprised that hasn't been made yet. <clears throat> I'm writing it down. Where it's the Daimo and it's Boba Fett. Yes, this is happening. Yeah, that's that's happening. All right, let's get it done. <clears throat> the Fet Father. You can there. I mean, there's ooh, the Fet Father. I like that one too. You can. I mean, there's websites you can go make that shirt. Yeah. You know, Val can do the design. Yeah. I want. I want profit, that shirt. You can profit, make some money. Yes. <clears throat> You heard so, it here first, folks. This is 9.54 p.m. on January 12th, 2022. Ooh, the Dymo. The date, too. Yeah. Yep. Come on. <clears throat> Come on. Yeah, we got it stamped. Yeah, so episode this week, too. Yeah. We got a yeah. long, we got spoiled with a long one last week. Yes. And we got a 38-minute 38, 38 sandwich. I think this one was 38 minutes. I think the first one was 38 minutes, too. Yeah, I think you're right. 38 minutes sandwich. <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> 38 minutes. I thought you said 38 minutes. minute sandwich. It, yeah, 38 minute sandwich. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you did. Okay. On the ends, and then 52, that's... 52 the meat in the middle. You know. That that so. sounds like the 38 minute sandwich sounds like one of those food challenges when you go to a restaurant. Like, hey, well, listen, I'm, I told you I'm doing that fast. So, I <laughs> yeah. mean, I, I'm... <laughs> are you going to do a 38 minute sandwich after this? <laughs> That's a hashtag, too. 38 so, minute sandwich. So, I mean, you know, food is on my mind, man. You know. Yeah. It's it's like Basically. the uh, 
the 72 ounce porterhouse gotta finish it in an hour with the salad and the you know that's funny you potato because i was watching uh you know I, I got hulu and i just love you know going to like a lot of the older animated stuff and yeah. i was watching king of the hill nice i was actually watching king of the hill like i was just doing a random episode like a couple hours before we got on you know the cast and uh in that episode bobby uh bobby. he got a girlfriend and like she dumped him mm -hmm. and they happened to be at the same restaurant uh afterwards and bobby does the 72 ounce steak challenge oh damn and the girlfriend's like oh you can't do it and you know bobby does it and you know whatever Crushes so it. yeah that's but, great uh, work, Bobby. <laughs> that show, that show is so funny. Like because yeah. it was in the late '90s, mid to late '90s. Yeah. So it's funny, like watching that show because, like, a lot of the stuff would not fly. Nowadays. Oh yeah, for sure. It, but it, it, but it's so awesome though. Yeah. <laughs> because you're thinking, like, man, that would not fly if that was if this cartoon was made now. Right. But, well, I mean, geez, you know. I mean, if, if you're talking about shows that would not fly, I mean, even look at like Family Guy and uh, South Park. Well, Family Guy Jeez. got toned toned down a lot, you know. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, some of I some watch of a lot of the is... older episodes. Yeah. But it, it's got you know they still do newer stuff, but you know they they tone it down. They toned it down a lot. Yeah, I mean, there's so. <clears throat> there's stuff that needs to be toned down. Yeah. Like there are very obvious things you're like, okay, that you can't see anymore. But to like <laughs> to censor down comedy and things like that so much is kind of kind of ruining comedy in a way, you know? Yes. Because you gotta be able to laugh at yeah. anything. But there are some things that are off limits. Yeah. But uh anyway, but yeah, that's, that's funny. Yeah, the seventy-two ounce steak. So I, yeah. I would totally. I think I can totally knock that down. That's tough. I think I can get after it. Like I, like I, I go have to like prepare for that. Like you, I'd, yeah. People yeah, think you, you have to like starve it. yourself going into that. No, your stomach's gonna. You gotta like. Prime no, it. you gotta. You gotta prime and the. Then pump. like the day of, like just do like a crush <clears throat> a leg workout with like squats and deadlifts. Yeah. And then like wait like two hours, so I'm like starving. Yeah, but you, but then like you gotta like you gotta make sure that your stomach's prepared for that large of a meal, like at least once or twice, don't you? You don't want to eat that much steak, but don't you? You mean I feel like when people starve themselves for a long period of time, and then try to eat one of those things, their stomach has shrunk, or their like stomach's like like oh. I'm so hungry, but I can't eat now because I'm. Oh no! It, it wouldn't oh. be that long after the workout, you know. No, be... exactly. That's what you said. Two hours. That's like that's fine. Yeah. I'm talking. Yeah. People are like, I need to not eat all day. Oh so no, no, that's absolutely the wrong strategy. Exactly. Uh, there was like a, there was an ESPN, and we're getting totally off topic or whatever. <laughs> but there's like this ESPN thirty for thirty with um with uh what's his face the hot dog eating champ. Um, oh yeah, uh, uh, Joey Chestnut. <sighs> Yes, Joey Chestnut yeah. and uh, the the Japanese one, Kobayashi. Kobayashi. His name. Yeah. So it was a 30 for 30 about their kind of rivalry. And it showed like a lot of their training. And uh, yeah, they trained for that. Like like they 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 knock they knock food down. Yeah. Like training for those things. So 
Yeah. <clears throat> but I think I could I think I can do it. Like I like that's a bucket list. Yeah, I might the I hard might part is you gotta do the fixings too. You know, you gotta do right. like the baked potato. Yep, the salad, if there's a salad yeah. with it, the that's the, the that's bowl. that's the kicker. Yeah. yeah. You gotta it's, clean the plate. It's if, strategizing the steak. that part. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I know, you... like, you know, I, I've had a couple of, you know, you know, I like twenty some ounce steaks and like, you know, like I'm like, man, I can I need more. Yeah. I need a lot more. You know? So I don't know. Bucket list thing. You heard it first here too. That's a bucket yeah. list thing for, for Hawkeye Rye. Yeah, that's I I I would try it. I'd I'd have to mentally prepare for that. But I would try it. Yeah. I'd I'd struggle though. I know I I'd hit a wall. There'd be a point I'd hit a wall. Ooh. Oh yeah, you're absolutely gonna hit a Ooh. wall. But you just gotta it's pacing you gotta, too. You gotta, you gotta you gotta bust through it. And you gotta know when to feed that uh feed those fixins through too, because it's like okay, slow down on the meat here for a second. Yeah. You almost gotta parcel it out into like timing. Yeah, and you can't drink a lot either, because that's gonna fill you up too. Drinking. Yeah. You need to drink so, just enough. You need to, you just need to enough. Wet, the, wet the whistle. The wet the whistle. Yeah. <laughs> and then you gotta remember, you know, it's well, with that, like, I fat. feel like you have to get, <laughs> I mean, depending on how you like your steak, I feel like you have to get it closer to as rare as possible because yeah. you need, you need juice for the fixings. Yes. Like you have to mix the juices with like, with the, because that's going to help the potatoes get down. And the the more well done it is, the tougher it is to chew. Oh, However, that would suck. Oh, no, no there'd be no way. Right. But also, done or well done. Yeah. I think you get to a point too where the rarer it is, it also becomes tougher to chew. So you've got to find true. a sweet yeah. spot, and it's there, almost yeah, got to be a medium. Yeah, maybe medium rare, but medium rare. Because yeah, even even like then, that. it's a little it's a tough chew. But like, yeah, definitely well done is a. Whew, there's no way that's happening. That's yeah, like you no trying to eat that's crackers. Yeah, you know that's it's just so dry. You're like, okay, <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, you gotta cut me, Mick. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so we went from right boba to the, I blame the thirty eight family guys king of the hill to steak challenge and strategizing to a Rocky reference. And speaking of Rocky, I just picked up the Rocky forty fifth anniversary Funkos of Rocky and um Apollo Creed. Oh, oh sweet. Yeah, Rocky's got kind of like a shiner going on. Nice, it's like, and, and they're in their they're, they're in their trunks from I think the first fight. Okay. First. What Rocky, color is Rocky's trunk? Uh, white with. I yeah, think no, it has a blue stripe. One. I think it's a blue uh, stripe on the side. Maybe black. I, I think it was a red stripe in the movie, actually. I'm but the white trunks. That, the white <laughs> trunks was definitely that. That was Rocky. That was the first one. Yeah, because I think Apollo has on like the American flag ones. Yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, he has uh, Rocky has red gloves. Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, that was the first one. That's, uh, that's another thing we we haven't talked about this, but I'm a huge Rocky fan too. Are you? Yeah, I am too. Yeah, but um, when with I was the exception of Rocky Five, yeah, I think everybody would agree with that. I've only seen that one once. That's the <laughs> only one that I've only seen once. Yeah, Rocky Four, that's that's the number one for me. 
See, I like uh, I like three. Three is my favorite because of Mr. T, Clever Lane. Three is my number two. Yes, and four is my number two. Yeah, because you know. I, I mean, yeah, unfortunately. Okay, if you haven't seen Rocky and it's 2022, <laughs> I'm sorry to spoil it for you here on this show when we're talking Star Wars. But um, <laughs> when when uh, when Apollo dies, like that just... Yeah, see, that's Man, why that I can't. Wa- I can't watch four that much because because of you know, yeah, Apollo yeah. dying. I, you it's know, like the Lion King. I can't watch Lion King too much because yeah. I skip past the Mufasa part. I mean, when when Mick dies <clears throat> in the third one, that's tough because that's been his coach through the whole time. But then he finds he finds comfort and strength in his opponent through the first two movies, and that's like a yeah. huge bond. And that makes it even tougher when he dies in the fourth one. Yeah. And Ivan Drago, if he dies, he dies. He dies, he dies. That's, yeah, that's just, I must break you. <laughs> that's, just, that's just such a good, fl- I mean, and if you didn't know this about Dolph Lundgren, the dude's like a physicist. He's got like, I think he's got like two PhDs. Oh, really? Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, dude's hella smart, but right. he plays all these action, like these like, he, he's that like '80s action star with like Stallone and Schwarzenegger, where they're yeah. supposed to be these just like giant, muscly like idiots. It's sad. It's sad because that's not always true. But like that's just like the that's how it was portrayed. You know? Yeah. Rocky <clears throat> Four does have an awesome soundtrack, though. Yeah. There's several songs that I've used. Hearts on Fire in, in my playlist. Yeah, Hearts on Fire and the Burning Heart. Um, no, nah, not a burning one? heart. Uh, no easy way out. No easy I way out. That a, good a lot one. in my playlist. Too. Yeah, that's that's when he gets in the car and goes for the yeah. drive. He flips his headlights yeah. up and no easy yeah. way out. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I have that Rocky soundtrack. It's it's the it's like the greatest hit of the soundtrack for all five movies. Yeah, I when I first watched that, my uh, my buddy Josh, his dad had the VHS collection. So okay. it's like all five of them in the in the box sleeve. So mm. the box, like the um, when you put them in, they have like artwork across all five. Yeah, yeah. See, you, this, this is the thing you miss with, with DVDs and uh, digital content. You don't get the sweet box sleeves and like with the VHS tapes. Yeah. But, uh, he let me borrow it. <clears throat> I was probably, I had to have been like ten or eleven. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I remember going down in my basement. My dad had a TV in the workout room, and I popped him in. I watched them one by one. I just sat down there in the dark with popcorn and, like, snacks and just pulled a chair up, and I sat in front of this tiny TV and just watched Rocky 1 through 5. It was great. See, I was preparing for movie marathons even then. <laughs> there you go. Train. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I do love me some Rocky, though. That's but Yeah, 5. I, yeah, 5. I just kind of yeah, I can't do 5. Yeah, I, did, I did it more. Yeah, that's, that's know, a rough one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Any Anywho. Yeah, so we, we got anywho. way off topic, but I blame the 38-minute sandwich. We could have almost <laughs> done 38 minutes there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the 38-minute sandwich. The 38-minute sandwich, man. Come on. The new food challenge. Now, if we get another 52-minute one right after next episode, yeah, you know, then, then it's like a double-decker sandwich. Whew. You know, kind of like a 
kind of like a Big Mac type of yeah. deal where you kind of got like the patty and then like yeah. the bread in the middle and then like, you know, we'll see what happens. That's epi- so. If episode five is 52 minutes and episode six is 38 and we got the Big Mac. We got the Big Mac. <clears throat> Hashtag Big Mac. I feel like man, the next we, time, the next man, time we are talking about food a lot, man. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait till this fast is over. This is what man, we're gonna do. And next <laughs> time you're in town and we do a live show together, we're gonna do a 38 minute sandwich. We're gonna figure this out. We're gonna a figure this out offline. Okay. We're gonna figure out what this 38 minute sandwich is gonna look like, and that's gonna be our channel. <laughs> we're gonna do it on air, people. On air. <laughs> <laughs> But man, but yeah, Book of Boba Fett episode three. Yeah, <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, um, a lot of a lot more good information. So a little, you know, a little more history, story building, world building, mm-hmm. cameos. They're building up to something here, and they do a lot of story. There's a lot of story building in this. Yeah, this series, and we're gonna see what his uh, what Boba Fett's syndicate's gonna look like here. You know, near yeah. the end of the end of the season, or um, does Omega show up somehow? Man, you know, come on, Omega! Ooh. You know, just throwing it out there. Yeah, and I know you're a Cad Bane guy, so you know, so so uh, let's you know, go. <laughs> I mean, this would be in his world, you know, crime. You, you know, we'll we'll see, yeah. we'll see what happens. I'm not, you know. If I'm not I st- speculate too much, if I hear that voice off screen, I'm just gonna lose my shit. <laughs> like, well, Mister Fett, I'm here for. Like, oh damn, there's yeah. Bane. <laughs> so, yeah, my, my phone will blow up. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, dude, see, I, dude, I didn't even watch it yet. Yeah. I mean, all you're gonna see is four letters. It's gonna be Bane, all caps. Boom, Bane. I, mean, I didn't watch it, like you asshole. Son <laughs> I'll be like, PS episode's pretty good. <laughs> Sorry to spoil it for you. Yeah. Cad Bane. <laughs> Are you gonna do one of my numbers like hi? And, yeah, exactly. Hi. Like, waiting, <laughs> hi. As, as, as soon as you see that, you're I don't even have to tell you it's Cad Bane. You're gonna see the hi with the waving hand. You're gonna be like, shit. Uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, all right, let me go watch the episode right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, now we know he shows up, which is when. <clears throat> so. Yeah. Well, I mean. I think that's it for me. Yeah. I mean, they, they got a plethora of topics, you listeners, today. You got not only not only Star Wars, you got a little Marvel. You got uh, Family Guy, King of the Hill. You got 72-ounce steak challenge. You, you got, got Rocky. Hot dog competition. I mean, like, you got. I mean, come on. And the Daimo, the the Godfather yeah. thing, it's happening. So, yeah, there's there's a lot today. We'll get episode four next week. Um, I feel like they're doing they're building a lot, like ramping up. They're giving us some action here and there, to kind of wet the palate, or or not not wet the, wet the whistle. Mm-hmm. Um. They're really, they're really keeping us like, okay, where is it? We're going to hit, we're just going to hit a, um, like a, an explosion of action. And just like, all of a sudden it's like, boom, open the world's wide open. Now it's, it's going to happen. Soon. Well, I mean, I guess, uh, Tim Morrison, he said, you know, episode seven, which is the last one is going to be, it's going to be the, the banger. Ooh, so that's right. 
<clears throat> I mean, if it follows the um, the Mandalorian pattern, like the last episode of Mandalorian season two, that was like, whoa. Yeah. You know, that was just like break the internet type of stuff. So I don't know if you can get, I don't know if you can top that. That's hard to top. Yeah. So, you know. I, I wonder, I wonder if he's going to end up having like a syndicate of bounty hunters because it always seemed like Jabba or any of these crime lords had like a bounty hunter or two in their back pocket or like a, a champion bounty hunter, kind of like the twins had with Chrysanthemum. I wonder if he's going to just turn it into like a look. Yeah, I was a bounty hunter. You guys are all bounty hunters. Let's just, you know, team up and take these bee holes down, you know? Mm. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. It also a good, also an interesting nugget. You know, I, I was also, looking at an article and Tim Morrison like was very uh um interested, excited, whatever word you want to use about possibly uh playing uh Rex. Oh dang. So uh that'd be slick. That would be awesome. Yeah. So, well I mean obviously he could totally do it. I All mean I'm telling like... you he's got like the best job in Star Wars lore because he can like play like an infinite amount of characters. <laughs> Wouldn't it be hilarious? Now, now I'm going to throw this out there, and it's it's kind of got a Nutty Professor vibe to it, but the Bad Batch shows up, and they all rip their helmets off individually, and it's like like Wrecker's Like a distorted version of Tim. Yeah, Morrison. it's going to be Tim Morrison, and he's going to have one. like the crazy, like the crazy whited out eye, and he's, oh, yeah. you know, and it's yeah. going to be like his head like CGI'd. <laughs> You know, I mean, you mentioned them. Uh, I was, I, I wasn't gonna say it, but I was sticking in my head, like, you know, I don't know. What if they figure something out to? I mean, hell, if you know, reference them or something in this, but we'll see. We're thinking Omega's still out there. I mean, you saw how old Rex looked. Yeah. I mean, they could still be out there, you know, still out there doing their thing. You don't know. Yeah, just older, you know. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, and he, then you he, see you see Omega, and it's, it's Tim Morrison in a wig. That that would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a Nutty Professor reference here. We're gonna do Nutty Professor. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the feeling I get. Like one helmet comes off, another one comes off, another one comes off, and it's. Tamir Morrison as himself, as himself, yeah. as himself. So, so, yeah, he well. said, Tim said on Captain Rex, that could be something fresh and new and exciting. Yeah. P playing very coy. Yeah. You know, so, I like it. We'll see. We shall. Um, well, also, one last thing, now that I'm looking at the article, um, we got, we saw, um, the ship, the ship formerly known as Slave One, mm -hmm. is now Fire Spray. That's Fire Spray? Fire Spray, yes. I, I knew they were calling it Boba Fett's Starfighter or something like that. Fire Spray is the name that it will be referred to. So. Alrighty then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, hey. 
Well, we <clears> talked <throat> about things that, you know, don't fly nowadays, I guess. Well, fire spray Slaves. does fly, but it doesn't fly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that doesn't roll off the tongue quite as easily. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's fire my spray. that's my ship fire spray. That's what? Gonna take, that's going to take some getting used to. Yeah, give me give me a reason for why they're calling it that. I want to hear I want I want it to be to be said on the show why the name of the ship is that. Well, I changed it from my father's name because I wanted it to be my own or something like that. I don't know. Uh uh yep, yeah, fire spray. Okay. We're well. calling it the fire spray gunship. That's the quote from Tim Morrison. So, okay then. So <clears throat> Fire spray. <laughs> Fire spray. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, yeah. with, the, with that. <laughs> uh, for, for Hawkeye Rye, this is Hot Take Jake. And as always. As always. Hold on to your butts. Boom.